This episode of Says Who is brought to you by you through your support of our Patreon at patreon.com slash says who. That is where every goddamn Sunday you get a whole other episode of Says Who. Right now through Election Day, we're not even recording any in advance. So new every week. It's second says who at patreon.com slash says who. Hey, y'all. It's good for Maureen. Dang, 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 ding, 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 ding. Um, so books. I got a new book thing to tell you about. Whoa. You could still do the Barnes and Noble thing where it's five dollars uh for truly devious at any cafe with any purchase or online any book but dan i have a new thing coming out Mm. it's the same thing but different uh if you're looking to get some early holiday gifts or just like stocking up because everything's going to be it's going to be quite a month and you're like it's time to buy myself a present well if you would like to read the entire truly devious trilogy it's going to be available in a three book box set oh shit yes it's i've got 20 or 25 of them sitting in my office right now, which I'll be giving out uh, at to var- at various ways. But um, it's really, I have to say this, it's very, very cool looking. That is um, cool as hell. Yeah, I asked for a box set and Harper's like, okay, it's a good idea. I have to say it looks it looks good and it's going to be available. It's pre- You can pre-order it now. It's available. It's released on October 20th. So next week the box set will be out. Um, and it's it makes a nice gift because it's um, if you need something that's bigger than a book, it's just the right size because it's kind of a really pleasing shape. So you can you hand them people this very pleasing little box. They'll be, what is it? It's bigger than a book. Ah, it's three books in a nice box. And they're like, ah, it looks nice on my shelf. I don't know. I'm just trying to give. I'm just. It's nice, Dan. I'm very. Yeah. I'm, I'm very happy about. Am I? Is it okay for me to be happy about it? It is. Not only is it okay, it is encouraged. So you don't have to wait for the next. You just want the next part of the story. You just reach over the box. You get it out. It's great. Every once in a while, I remember I've done things. I'm like, oh, yeah, I have done things. Yeah. I, I forget that a lot. Wow. You're even doing things right now. Nah. Like selling books. I've been talking about books too long. Books. And there's even more. At merch.sayswhopodcast.com, you can get all of your Says Who Podcast merchandise, including a Ficky Checks and his All Dinosaur Orchestra hoodie sweatshirt, which I am wearing right now. Let me tell you, it is the perfect item of clothing for the weather that is currently outside my house. So I am very happy, and you too can be happy with that and much more at merch.sayswhopodcast.com. Sorry, cake here. Mmm. So tasty. Just eating cake here. Mmm. 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 Sorry, I was eating cake. I was eating cake. Mmm. Mmm. Yeah, I made some cake, Dan. Okay. Well, are you are you just going to keep... Done. Are you just gonna keep eating cake, or are we gonna are we gonna do this episode? Look, the other day, Dan, Mm -hmm. I baked this um, loaf cake. 
Mm, make the loaf like, cake, like Dad. a lemon loaf or something. It's a, it is in fact a lemon loaf. I love a lemon loaf. Mm-hmm. You know why, Dem? Because you deserve it. Because it's October 2020, and I said it was uh, eight o'clock or so one night. I said ah, I'm gonna make a lo- I'm gonna make a loaf cake. I'm gonna make it. I'm just gonna do it every day down then every day it's like getting on the tower of terror but i love the tower of terror and you love cake that's why you're having such a good time this october more of a pie guy aren't you having a good time no are you having a good time dan no Oh, man. The podcast that isn't a podcast. It's a coping strategy. I'm Dan Sinker. And I'm Maureen Johnson. How long do you think we could just sing this episode? I'm done. I'm done. Oh, I thought we were just going to go for it. Thought we were Mount just going to do the musical episode we've always wanted to do. Yeah, Dan. You know what? We, as we record today, it is the uh, is October Tuesday, October thirteenth. Yeah, lucky thirteen. Elect- election day is three weeks from today. It's true. Though, as a whole three. lot of pendants in my uh, in my Twitter mentions like to remind me whenever I mention that election day is uh, in X number of days away, they will very quickly remind me that elections, people are already voting. Sure. I mean, people already voted. I mean, just the the election day. Come on, the day that yes. everyone, you know, we are sitting yes. there and go, ah, ah. Yes. Can I ask you a question? Sure. Have you, not your voting plan, but you have, have you, do you have, a, have you gamed out what you're going to do on election day. Like, I haven't. Of- you know, that is a great question because mm-hmm. I just realized last night it is election day is now a holiday in um in Illinois, which is great as it should be. Um kids don't have school. And so now we have like a lot of a lot of free time to fill on a day that's fairly stressful. So t- <laughs> you don't and, even get and no the- one no one you don't get the welcome, anyway. the welcome escape of living through the hell that is Zoom school. Instead, we are just simply dealing. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I don't, I don't know. I'm gonna just be stressed out the whole day. What about you? Drive? Do you have a plan? Do you got a plan? Yeah, maybe Work. we should go for a hike. Go for a hike. Yeah, that's for a good sure. idea. I don't. I. My only plan is that I have it constantly in the forefront of my mind to make a plan, and um, uh, I have medication I can take for when my symptoms get strong, and I have a basically a dose set aside, like a special dose set aside. (laughs) Not joking, Dan. I really want you to have, I'm imagining in my head you have a pillbox, like a little round metal pillbox with an American flag on the front, and inside is just a single day's dose. It's close to that. Except it's just that I've always earmarked, I'm like, you know what, that day is going to be crazy, 
And it doesn't have to be. Uh, but, um, yeah. Have we, are we going to talk that night? Good we're not, question. We're not, doing, we're not doing live video again, We're Dad. definitely not new in a live stream. Oh, no, no, no. We, one's burnt. <laughs> <laughs> no. Four, four years ago, Dan, you and me, just yeah. slowly watching each other realize what was happening. Yeah. And then Never me again. just, I, I just psychologically faded out. And you said, did. I just, have, I just have to go. You were on the floor. I had cut I? to, I, yeah, I had cut to our, like, uh, I, I had some calming video that I had put together so that we could use that to cut away. I cut away to that. You were sort of fetal. Maybe you weren't on the floor, but you were mentally on the floor. You were fetal on a couch or something. I was just and, sitting uh, on the couch. You yeah. were just like, I have to go. I have to go right now. Yeah, I just had, I, all I remember is I, I just, everything kind of just kind of clicked, checked out. And I was like, I just, I just need to go outside and take a walk. Sounds I right. Drinking, I remember having to drink a bunch of ginger ale because I got very nauseous all of a sudden. Oh, and so I was drinking ginger ale and then I just was walking around outside. <laughs> And then I went to bed because I hadn't been called. And I, I said, you know, I just want one, one more night when it's not true. I, um, I don't think we're talking that night. I don't, I don't think that there's anything to say. I think, you know, we start, <laughs> see you tomorrow starts on Wednesday. <laughs> see you tomorrow. Oh. Is that what we, that's what we say to each other right before we go to sleep. <laughs> Oh boy! Oh boy! No, but seriously, let's. Are you, you're going to watch it with your family, right? The little one like, will be in bed. Watch election results. Yeah, I would imagine that we will have some level of election and teenager. He's he's going to want to see. I would guess. Yeah, yeah. It's a Tuesday night, so there's not a, there's not alternative wrestling programming happening. That would be on Wednesday night. So. Um, I would guess that we will watch some level of returns coming in, but we also, I mean, there are not a lot of people that think that election night is going to tell us much. So there's that. Um, yeah. So first of all, I want to put one potential suggestion out there and that is I finally downloaded and tried the game among us Ooh. and what a delight it is. It's so good. And if you haven't heard of what the game is, it's a very simple computer game, but it's it's basically werewolf on a spaceship or the thing. Um, you get to play a little, you're a little bloopy, they're adorable, little bloopy characters, and you are running around a spaceship trying to do a bunch of tasks. And they're very simple. Like, I'm not a good video game player with the, maneuvering of objects uh, but even i can do them they're little very simple things you have to do and you're constantly kind of running around trying to keep the ship going because someone keeps sabotaging that and that is the imposter who mm. who is it's like werewolf so it's going around the, the imposter is always one of you and the imposter kills off the 
other crew members. The imposter is the only one that can dip in and out of the vents and kind of jump around the ship. And then you, uh, then you all get to confer and try to figure out who the imposter is. And once every conference, once a body is discovered, someone calls a meeting and then you all talk and then you eject someone. You can eject someone into space and you find out whether or not they are the imposter. I love it. And it it is, it is very entertaining because it's, then you immediately start engaging in all of these psych outs and the, you know, watching Oscar pop out of event, stick a knife in someone's head and pop back in event again. (laughs) (laughs) My friend Keely murdered me the other day. And then because he can't help himself and he's such a completist, instead of just letting the oxygen run out on the ship, which means he would win, he then fixed the oxygen that was bleeping and then called in the body that he had killed all in the course (laughs) of about three seconds, just because automatically, because he can't help himself because he's just a very neat and tidy guy. Um, but it's that that conversation where you're all just trying to psych each other out and pretend. So what if there was like a says who among us game? There's been uh, on the VP debate night, the says who discord and the says who Facebook group were. Uh, I think both ended up playing that game. So it's there's good stuff. But that does seem like an excellent plan for election night itself speaking of election day Mm. and Mm. month or whatever Mm. you want to call it maureen johnson do you have a voting plan i do i have a ballot it's already filled out um i've been debating whether or not to just mail it now uh in-person voting here starts on the 24th Mm -hmm. so partially i'm like i kind of want to go and do the early in-person voting but seeing some of the lines already that are happening, like, ooh, those lines look real long. And we're all still trying to avoid people, uh, people in crowds. So I'm, I'm a little bit between just putting the ballot in the mail right now because it's all ready to go or doing the early in-person voting. I am in New York where things are... I don't think there's quite as much fudgery going on or mm-hmm. nobody's nobody's going around putting out fake ballot boxes. So would you then just be dropping your filled out ballot off or would you be? I put it in the mail. No, like if you were to go and do early voting, would you be dropping the ballot off or would you be refilling be out? Mach- I'm going to be refilling out and putting it in the machine. Got it. So you would have to turn in your vote ballot as a destroy it. I have already I have already mailed in my ballot. And in fact, this morning I checked and they have received it. So I should just mail it, shouldn't I? I done. So my original thought was I'm doing this remotely and uh Originally, I was going to drop it off in a Dropbox because there was one in our, you know, there's one in our town. We are not. Thankfully, we have competent and non-nefarious voting officials. So there there are copious numbers of Dropboxes. However, the Dropbox, at least in my town, was not going to be accessible until early voting began. And Mm -hmm. uh, that's not for another week or two and so i was just like i'm just mailing it in and then um there is the ability to check to see that it was received and all of that and so i have confidence that in fact um 
you know, it it all worked. So I'm done. I voted. Was happy yeah, to do so. We have drop boxes in New York, but they're kind of far and wide. And it's not like we can just get in a We don't have a car, so I can't just get in a car and drive it right. across town. So I would have to go on some sort of epic walking journey to find the box and um, and put it in. So I think I'm going to mail it. Does your election officials have the ability to check the status of your mailed ballot? I am. That's the before I put it in the mail, I'm going to check that. I have not yeah. checked that yet. Because that was the thing to me. I was like, well, if I get it in now or soon to now, I will know full well that it was received well before Election Day. If for some reason it wasn't, then I could go and I could vote provisionally. Um you know, because at least in Illinois, even if you request a mail-in ballot, if you don't show up with a ballot to to uh, you know give up, um, you're still allowed to vote provisionally, and uh, and they will count it if your mail-in ballot never arrives. Yep, we do have it. Well, there you go. I just throw so, it in the mail, honestly. Yeah, that's probably what I do. I'll put it, and in then the you mail. can just feel like you're done. It's important, well, says Whovians, have a plan. Yeah, ha- have a make plan. sure that the people that you communicate with regularly also have a plan. Uh, if you can if you can help people through the thought process, like you just heard there, yeah. um, that is also helpful. So do it. Make that plan. Get those wheels in motion. As a million Twitter pen dancer quick to point out, voting is already happening. For example, in the case, in Pennsylvania, where my parents are, my mother has volunteered. So her friends who have absentee ballots are going to leave the ballot with her and she's going to just put them in, you know, put them in a bag and then drive to the drop box and oh, put everybody's, go. put everybody's direct, just to make sure that she does like, I'm not taking any chance with the mail. I want to see them go into the official drop box. Totally. So, um, yeah, everybody's, Everyone- uh, Take it very, take it seriously. Yeah. And, and I mean, unless you are in a place that you don't have early voting or you don't have, um, vote by mail or things like that, um, getting it done sooner rather than later is great. It's great for all sorts of reasons, including the fact that a bunch of states will count ballots in advance, which means that the more things that come in, uh, in a in a state that does early counting, uh, the more we'll know come actual election day. Can we game this out a little bit, Dan? I would love to. What election night is actually going to look like? Yeah, because the more this is mental preparedness. <laughs> yeah, I want to know psychologically. Also, another potential plan of mine is just putting on some roller skates and slowly roller skating around the block. I like it. <laughs> all right. Let's just say we the coverage starts at, fuck it. We all know that coverage on election day is going to start at two o'clock in the morning of election day, but or whatever. It's just going to yeah. be radioactive. But let's say we start at 7 p.m. Yeah. As polls close. Because polls are yeah. 6, 7 p.m. All right. What do you think we're seeing around 7 p.m.? You will see... The easy and predictable states jump out quick, right? One of the 
one of the things that was an early barometer in 16 when we were going live was the fact that states that seemed like they should have gone quick were not going quick. And that mm-hmm. was definitely a sign that that something was up. But, you know, you'll you'll definitely have a few states that jump up relatively quickly. Vermont. Um, yeah, exactly. You know, anything that that is in the upper northeast, one would assume will will go quick and will go blue. You know, then you've got the your kind of eastern seaboard southern states which will uh, which will be where things start to get interesting, right? Like the South Carolina results both for the Senate race of of Lindsey Graham uh who is in the fight of his life against Jamie Harrison, who is you hate to see it. Such a nice guy. Absolutely insane amounts of money and is has not only pulled even, but is now polling a little bit ahead of Lindsey Graham. So, you know, that will be if if they are able to call something like that quick, that will be a real sign of things to come, I would gut. But what's most interesting is you have I just pulled up the New York Times actually just posted a very useful thing in the last couple of days about uh, state by states and when they count absentee votes. Right. So both Pennsylvania and Wisconsin, which are, you know, sort of bellwether states or, or, uh, you know, states that are going to determine a lot. uh, Both of those states will not start counting any ballots until Election Day. So those two states, we will not know much. Um, Any other state is able to begin counting uh, either on receipt, like Illinois, they my vote has already been counted because they got it. So they counted it. Um, Others have dates that they will start counting that are before Election Day. Um, But Pennsylvania, Wisconsin, Alabama and Mississippi all will not count until Election Day proper. All right, now it's eight o'clock then. <laughs> I just, I, I don't have you know eaten? that. Have you eaten? Oh, I definitely will have eaten because I have a five-year-old. So what, what we will eat? have eaten long before things closed. I don't know. We should make a plan. We should eat mm-hmm. something decent. Good. Could be the last meal we enjoy ever. Nachos? Yeah, that's a good choice. Nachos are nacho, easy. They're good. A little nacho bar. So you can put little mm. things in little bowls and people can just like, oh, I'm going to sprinkle a little of this or a little something, something on here. Little kids like bowls. Teenagers like bowls. Grownups like bowls of stuff where you fix it. So, ooh, fixins. Yeah. One likes a fixin. Fixins bar. Wouldn't it be a wonderful year? Wouldn't it be nice, Dan, if we could sit around with other people? Yeah. In I don't know. Groups? Sounds stressful to me. The idea of being around other people on election night sounds awfully stressful to me. So I'll take I'll take this version for once. But uh, yeah, I mean, I don't I don't think there is anyone with any level of confidence that can really describe what it's going to feel like you would need some sort of truly surprising blowout for things to come to a clear conclusion on election night proper, I think. And I don't know that 
though Biden is polling healthily, um, I don't know that anyone feels like we are in blowout territory. Three weeks away, Dan. Yeah. We could we could be invaded by Martians. Well, I mean, we're sort of in invaded by Martians territory in that you have the president having gotten COVID, gone to the hospital, come back, and now is holding in-person live events where he's not masked, where he is fucking high as a kite. Dancing to the village people. Just having the time of his life. It is fucking wild. Dan, I just want to point out that it was 13 days ago that we found out he had COVID. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was. <laughs> it was. And we have actually gotten some pretty interesting bits of detail from the early days of his diagnosis. Olivia Nuzzi, who's been on this show before, uh, did a piece for New York Magazine that opens with him on the phone. Apparently, he just spent most of his time at Walter Reed on the phone with friends. Uh, but one where he tells uh, whoever he's talking to on the other end of the phone that he could be one of the dyers. Which is such a fucking weird choice of words. It's a weird guy. He's a very weird guy. He's a weird but it, man. But it sort of begs the question of how sick was he? Was he actually much sicker than we've been told? Or was he just that terrified? Was there a moment where, you know, was this, was this information that he had been given? Like, hey, you are, you could well die right now. Or was it simply that he was momentarily struck with the fear that so many people in this country have been struck with when they or a loved one have been diagnosed with with COVID of, oh shit, am I going to be one? Are they going to be one? We don't know. He's a giant baby man. And his first concern is always himself. So always put that to the forefront of yeah. whenever these kind of dudes have a feeling. But damn, yeah. how, si- how, how sick is... Let's just not even was, but still is he? Is he still being pumped full of drugs? He's clearly still being pumped full of steroids. He is, he is high as a fucking kite. Like you said, he was dancing to the fucking village people at a campaign rally last night. At the same campaign rally, he said, and I quote, I feel so powerful. I'll walk into that audience. I'll kiss everyone in that audience. I'll kiss the guys and the beautiful women and everybody. I'll just give you a big fat kiss. Yeah, he's off his tits. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, um, but how long can you how long can you give someone steroids like that? That I, mean, that's I not, don't. Those are not really for long term use. No, think. they are they are hardcore steroids. They clearly make you feel amazing. Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, he it, trying to get any level of actual information out of his doctors is very, very difficult. And so we don't know. But at this point, 
you know, he spent many, many hours last week doing a billion different interviews with conservative media. He did a short but public appearance this weekend at the White House. Um, he did, I think, an hour last night and uh, at in Florida where he flew maskless on Air Force One. Um, so he's not keeling over or gasping for breath here. You know, like, yes, does he sound a little hoarse? Sure. Can people find clips where he's having a moment where he coughs or clears his throat? Absolutely. But he's not on death's door, I don't think. I don't think you could cover that up in the way that he is existing right now. He's not on death's door, but also I don't, I think it's also just as likely that he's not really recovered. Oh, hey, I, I, I don't think that there's anyone that isn't his exact doctor that thinks that he could be. And this is also a disease that you can relapse on that can sneak up. My best understanding is there's sort of two phases. Um, One is the virus itself. And then one is when your body overreacts to the virus and that that's actually the more dangerous part. And so, you know, part of the part of the strategy is you really need to sort of aggressively treat the very early stage of the virus so that it doesn't replicate enough to then kind of trigger this immune immune response of your body that then can kind of overwhelm your lungs or things like that. Um, And that is what they did, right? Like that, that, as far as we know, they were extremely aggressive at the early stage of the thing. So we may not see that second swing, but we also don't fucking know. We are in such the dark right now about his actual state of being. All you need to do is get him high enough to be able to dance. I mean, <laughs> Dan, I recently, I like to read um, books about rock stars. I yeah. like some, I love it. Give me a good read Fleetwood Mac and uh marianne faithful books about the rolling stones i recently read one called the thing you want is in the back of the limo or the thing you want is in the limo which is about the 1973 concert season and how it changed all of how like it made it made like industrial rock because there were three big tours that year which was led zeppelin alice cooper and the who and in one of these so the who is one of the most energetic bands of all time. They're famous for kind of blowing up their instruments, smashing. Like, it is. They had a drummer named Keith Moon, who was one of the legendary maniacs of rock. This is the guy who used to drive cars into swimming pools, throw televisions out of windows. His favorite hobby was dropping bombs into the plumbing system of hotels. Um, like... The stories about him are, 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 are the stuff of legend. Yeah. He would also just grab handfuls of any pills and just swallow them whole. Um, just He had a tremendous drinking problem. Very funny guy. Very scary guy in a lot of ways. Supposedly very nice, very scary, very like a lot of big personality traits. Um, and he passed away in 1978. Uh, he was being treated for alcoholism and he took too many of the actual pills to stop you from drinking from when you have uh, an alcohol problem. 
Yeah. But they on this 1973 tour, and this matters to He's up there playing the drums. And he, in the middle of a song, just passes out and lands with his face on the drum. So the roadies come and kind of lift Keith off, move him to the back, and the who kind of keep playing for a minute. And then maybe a couple minutes later, the roadies, they revive him. They bring him back out. They prop him up. And he continues playing for another song. And then he just goes down. And they lift him off the stage again. And this is when I think Pete Townsend says into the microphone, can anyone in the audience play the drums? And they pull someone up from the audience who then plays with them. So the next day, they find out that he had taken some kind of, somebody handed him something and he took PCP or angel dust or something that it was so strong that still the next day he was paralyzed from the waist down. So they propped him up in a wheelchair. They kind of dressed him and he was all smiles. He was all dressed up in a wheelchair and he was, they propped him up. They put an IV in his ankle, in his ankle, Dan, on stage while he was playing the drums and he performed. <laughs> he had been paralyzed. <laughs> Stories like this are legion. Like there was a story of, of um, Lindsey Buckingham from Fleetwood Mac doing so much cocaine that he kept having seizures and they were like, you cannot have seizures. You must be. So they just basically got a doctor in there that was like, we need you to go in that room and we need you to emerge a half an hour later with him and he needs to play. And they did it. And that guy was almost, and he was almost dead. <laughs> so I'm just saying, Dan, I like to read stories about these sort of things in which you hear time and time again about people who appear to be dead. And someone's like, we can get you on stage. <laughs> I mean, I if you look at Trump's performances of the last week, we are absolutely in Keith Moon territory. Yeah, it very much reminded me of, they were like, we're just going to hook this IV right into your ankle and keep this, whatever this is going <laughs> And Keith yeah. Moon was working a lot harder than Donald Trump was. Yeah, he that was is a true. Very, very um, aerobic drummer. Yeah, Trump just he, has to sh shuffle around out there. How long was he on stage walking around in Florida? I think he was on for about an hour last night. Okay. So, you know, including his dancing. So it was, it, it was, you know, it. I think I talked about this on on the Town Watch. We have all become Kremlinologists at this mm -hmm. point, trying to kind of discern truth through secondary and tertiary signals. And, um, you know, there are a lot of weird things like the, the uh, address he gave from the White House balcony on this weekend was only 18 minutes long, which is, for this man, like, that is a remarkably short amount of time. Last night was quite a bit longer. It was an hour, but usually his... his uh, addresses or his campaign speeches are more like 90 minutes to, to you know, pushing on two hours. Uh, he walked up the non-standard steps of Air Force One last night. So he basically walked up into the cargo hold area of a normal airplane. I don't think it's the cargo hold of, of Air Force One. I would assume yeah, it's I, a second level, but it's, it's a, it normally... It did look weird. 
normally they walk up the big long steps to the kind of a main door up at the top of the fuselage. There are these second, there's a secondary door down lower with a much shorter set of steps. So it's like, was that a thing? Who knows? Like, I've never seen a photo of a, of a president going in that way. Was that a weird thing? Like, we don't know. Now we're just kind of looking for any, like any I, sign yeah, of. I saw that and I couldn't figure out why it seemed weird to me. I just remember looking at the photo and thinking, oh, the Air Force One is a lot. That plane is a lot bigger than I realized right. it was. Like, it's right. just, and I really, I was looking at it. I was like, I don't think I'd ever seen that angle before. It's a massive plane. Normally, it's and, like a stair car, like from uh, yeah. Arrested Development, you know, a long, hey. long set of stairs that lead up to a higher up door. But there is sort of a door lower down. Another one, Dan, Keith Richards from the Rolling Stone famously had a terrifically terrible heroin problem. I mean, yeah. they were constantly having to scrape Keith Richards up. Um, very professional, though. Keith, He always got out there, apparently never missed a show, always out there. And um, he said, you know, people think that you're not able to function on heroin. And then he paused and said, I learned to ski on heroin. <laughs> <laughs> Good. And every time I read a story like this and then I look at what was happening yesterday in Florida, I'm like, you know what that reminds me of? <laughs> that reminds me of a very specific sort of thing that I've read about time and time again. Yeah. Well, he's. They can scrape you together. Yeah, yeah, they definitely can. There's there is a great, well, great in quotes uh, story that The New York Times ran from when he was at Walter Reed, but it was getting ready to be discharged. Maggie Haberman reported, quote, in several phone calls last weekend from the presidential suite at Walter Reed, Mr. Trump shared an idea he was considering when he left the hospital. He wanted to appear frail at first when people saw him, according to people with knowledge of the conversations. But underneath his button-down dress shirt, he would wear a Superman t-shirt, which he would reveal as a symbol of strength when he ripped open the top layer. Mm -hmm. That sounded amazing to him at that moment. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I bet it did. I bet it did. And I bet his teeth really itched, too. <laughs> <laughs> and that he was twitching. Sounds like a great idea. What if that was Superman shirt? Go out there. Superman shirt. Rip on my shirt. Oh, Superman. Oh, and take off my shirt. Rip open the shirt. You know what I can do that? You know what I'll do? You got, okay, here's now what we're going to do. You're going to be whoever is, whoever is now running things. So you're the, he, it's maybe the kid from McDonald's. So let's, <laughs> let's do this. And I'll be Trump. <laughs> and you're helping me make my plan. Okay, come okay, on. Okay, how how are you feeling now, sir? Feeling great. Feeling great. Let's do this. I, I want to I want to do an appearance every day. Appearance every day. Okay. What are we gonna do? Are we getting on the plane? Seems... Get on the plane tomorrow. We're gonna get on the plane tomorrow. I don't know. I got an idea. Seems... Got an idea, kid. You ready? You ready? Okay. You ready? Okay, okay, I'm okay. ready. Okay. Come to the hospital. Yeah. Come out of the hospital. Walk out yeah. of the hospital. Everyone's looking at me. And then uh -huh. I got, okay, I got I got my suit on. I got my shirt on. I got my shirt on. I got my tie on. Yeah. I got my big my big long tie. And then yeah, then why I, wouldn't I reach you? in. I rip my shirt open. Oh. Superman, I got a Superman shirt on underneath. Oh. Superman under ruse. I go, whoa, and I'm a Superman. Mm. Everyone's like, wow, Superman's here. It's not me, it's Superman. I got this, you think I could get a Superman shirt? I get a nice Superman shirt. I want to show off my abs. I got a six pack, I got a 12 pack, I got a 18 pack. I got, I'm going to show off. And then, and then, and then uh, yeah. I'm going to go, I'm going to do a parents. I want to do a parents. I'm going to go to the Orlando airport, Orlando airport. 
on a, on Sunday and uh, on Monday, 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 Monday. And I'm going to go to the Orlando airport and go to Disney World later. We're not going to go to Disney World. I want to go to appearance every single day, every single day, kids. It seems. <sighs> then, then we're going to dance. Got some music? I need some music. What kind of music? What kind of music? Hey, everyone loves the village people. Great, 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 great. Let's do it. Uh, village people. Uh, YMCA. Yeah, 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 yeah. YMCA. I got to open my shirt and I got nothing on underneath. I'm completely oh. bare chested. I've painted that my chest seems... gold. Gold Studio 54 oh. style. Like, oh, yeah. And I take off my pants. I have tearaway pants on. I rip off my pants. I throw them in the audience. And then women, they go crazy. They go crazy for me. They love me. They love me because I'm so hot. <sighs> oh. <sighs> okay, where are we going the next day? Where are we going the next day, kid? Um, I think that maybe you should talk to a doctor. Oh, gross. I, I'm going to hang up now. I love you. Goodbye. I think it was probably a little bit like that. I think you're not. I think you're not inaccurate. The thing that is distressing to me, Maureen Johnson, is that none of these people seem to have learned a single lesson from all of this that all of the events that they are holding are maskless. Hmm. Though Trump apparently did throw masks into the crowd yesterday, Ooh. as one usually does. Um, he got into Air Force One entirely maskless. Chief of Staff Mark Meadows uh, was on Capitol Hill yesterday because the fucking Amy Coney Barrett hearings are happening right now and he refused to answer any questions from reporters after they asked him to put a mask on at the amy coney barrett hearings mike lee from utah who got covid at the amy coney barrett party uh two weeks ago showed up at the actual hearing in person and took his mask off to give his little opening statement and shit like that. Lindsey Graham, who's the chair of the committee, is refusing to get tested it, to the degree that it, it scuttled the debate he was supposed to do this past weekend because he refused to get tested. So he could well have COVID. You've got Chuck Grassley, who's pushing 90, at one point was pictured sitting directly underneath Lee and Graham who were standing above him having a conversation. So he's just getting fucking bathed in their fucking wet hole spit. <sighs> we are going to end up having a second Amy Coney Barrett super spreader event. Somehow they are going to do it twice because they refuse to learn shit. For sure, one of those fuckers is contagious, right? Oh, without a doubt. Without Mike a Lee, doubt. Mike did Mike Lee's Mike Lee's diagnosis came later, right? Uh, he was the same the weekend as Trump. He was the same. Was, I, I think it might have been like the Saturday where Trump was the Thursday, but it was the yeah, same I, time frame. I seem to remember it was two to three days later. Yeah, I think he might be 10 days out. So yesterday was 10 days. Very much in the window. No one oh, knows yeah. what's going on with um with Lindsey Graham. None. Whether or not he was just being super cautious in terms of, not about preventing disease, but about being in the case that he would be tested and not right. allowed to attend. Right. Not obviously not health obviously done, not health safe. Just no, I mean voting safe. Keep in mind that the Senate itself is currently recessed because of the COVID outbreak. 
but they are still holding the Judiciary Committee meeting because they have to get this fucking thing through before the election. It's literally the only thing they care about is to get this seat filled. They are rushing it. They are refusing to be tested because they know full well that if they won't have a quorum, if a couple of people end up being testing positive. So they're just not doing it. This whole thing is indoors. It's all day long. There are so many old people. Did you know that Diane Feinstein is 87 years old? Found that out from Twitter. Yeah. So's Chuck Grassley. Like, these are really elderly people, some of them. Inside a room with absolutely one person that has COVID. And probably more. Yeah. It's fucking wild. And we're three weeks away from the election. <laughs> Literally three weeks. Um, actually, people are already voting. <laughs> Dan, someone get your goat. <sighs> well, Dan, it's mm. nine o'clock now on election night. <laughs> <laughs> you really God. Damn it, damn it. <laughs> God damn it! Tell me what's gonna fucking happen, you piece of stupid shit! <laughs> I can't yell quite as loudly because uh, the last time I did you, Janice was like, um, Zoom Kindergarten is happening right above you, and we can hear you. I had to mute the, the five year old. So I can't you can't do you quite as loudly. Yeah. That's basically how it went. God That's how it went. Damn it! God damn it! All right. Just or... fucking tell me what's gonna happen. Seriously though, it's nine o'clock. <laughs> it's nine fucking o'clock, you stupid fuck. Have you cracked out the uh, ice cream yet? Ah. Uh, are you doing another pie arrangement or is that too reminiscent? Uh, I think that that's way too reminiscent. We, I don't think ruined. we have ever eaten the two pies that, that Janice made for election night 2016 ever again. They were ruined? I think they were ruined. We Maybe we have had the lemon ice box pie, but I think it has only been once or twice. We definitely have not had the like Oreo cookie cream pie that we had. Man, that was a good pie. That was such a good pie. You were so happy but, yeah, for, for a you minute. Had that, you were so happy. And Dan, yeah. at that point, we had done eight episodes. <laughs> 160 today. Yeah, eight, Dan. I remember it felt like we had done so much and we're like, finally, the conclusion of yeah. our of our done. extensive labors. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're so dumb. We're so stupid. <laughs> We're just a bunch of fucking idiots. We're not smart. No. Oh, no. We, we've done so much work. We can finally relax and celebrate with all these pies. 
Mm-hmm. Celebration of all of our effort. Look, all the pie we have. Yeah, damn it, Dan. Those pies look good. I'm so fucking glad we're done. Me too. I'm sure glad. We were so hard. We really did you a piece of shit. Oh, now let's just turn on the election coverage and see. Oh. Oh. What is it? Oh. Oh, no. Oh. What is it? Man, these, these results should have come back by now. Oh. I'm excited because oh, no. I literally don't even have to do anything right now. Oh, no. What? Why hasn't the state come back yet? I don't know. I don't know. Oh. Oh no. Oh no. Oh no. I'm leaving. Oh. <laughs> that's That's what it was like. That's what it might be like again. I have so few memories of a time that I I mean, it was like I passed out but I was conscious. Like I just remember kind of <laughs> checking out. It was not good. I just stopped thinking. Oh. I, was, I sort of disassociated for a minute. Just like, okay, I'm going to go. I mean, I will say, I feel like if things go real terrible, I am mentally prepared for that this time. If anything, I will be surprised if they don't. You're going to be like one of those characters in Mad Max that sprays their mouth. Exactly. Then... <laughs> I'm, I will be awaited in Valhalla. <laughs> I love that movie so much, Maureen. Mad Max Fury Road. Oh, Maybe good. I'll do my makeup like that. that day. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Shiny and the chrome. Fur- the Furiosa. There you go. This yeah, like a, just like a, a band around, like, like a, a big, kind of... big black splotch from yeah. sort of nose to top. It's a good look. Well, Furious I mean, is a good look. I think it's uh, yeah, we are. We're not. We are uh, more fire torn. You know, we are. We <laughs> we do look like we've been in Thunderdome. Our clothes are in tatters. <laughs> like, what do you got? All right. We've been inside for most of the year. <laughs> We've been inside for <laughs> most really of the year. We really have. Yep. Today's the 13th. Uh, this marks eight months. Oh, yeah, you're right. We went in uh, March 13th. Mm-hmm. March 13th. Holy cow. Eight months. Imagine those dummies from 2016 Oh, eight weeks, we did so much work. Yeah, motherfuckers, we haven't been out of the house in eight months. <laughs> that also means pandemic. that we've been recording two episodes a week for eight months. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yep. Yep, 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 Podcast. Oh. Podcast. Oh, I think something just broke in Maureen. Oh, podcast. Podcast. <laughs> something that she needs to be rebooted. Oh. <laughs> this episode of Says Who <laughs> is brought to you by Blue Apron. 
Are you oh, looking for plans? Man. Yeah. Old school. For what to eat on election Is night? Is Blue Apron even still a company? I don't know. Maybe? I think they might have gone out of business. I haven't, I definitely haven't heard from them for a while. <laughs> it's all, it's all, uh, hello fresh. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. I feel like that's the one I hear about all the time. Hello fresh. We're, we're, we're um, we're just like Blue Apron. <laughs> I bet it's still around. It's probably still around. Oh my word. I'm going to look. I'm going to look. What's nice is they can't, I bet they don't really have any money to sue us. <sighs> Seared chicken and mashed potatoes. I don't even have the fight in me to stop this. Uh, let's see here. Um, Creamy tomato fettuccine. Oh, wow. Tomato sauce and, and pasta. That's like oh, six cents worth of ingredients. Thanks a lot, Blue Apron. How nice. Um, let's see here. Uh, Mongolian beef and noodles, which I'm going to tell you right now, looking at this picture, is just some noodles with some beef on it. Uh, oh, grilled cheese and salad. Oh, thank you. <laughs> um, let's see. <laughs> Um. Oh, harp. I'm just sitting here slumped right now. Uh, rigatoni this. with with uh, chili tomato sauce. You're not fooling us. Um, seared steaks with uh, some salad. Uh, so hold I on, mean- hold on, back up. There are mm-hmm. two different things that are thing with tomato sauce. Mm-hmm. There are two different things that are thing with salad. And there mm-hmm. are two different things that are steak with a thing. Oh, there. Well, I'm going through the uh, the menus, and oh, and there's a there are premium selections now. Oh boy! But for example, the things you get are uh, pork right. enchiladas. This has gone on long enough. Says who is made possible by you through your support of our Patreon at Patreon.com/slash Says Who. A lot where of pasta. every Sunday. You get a whole other episode of Says Who. And some pasta. No, no like, pasta. Again, uh, this is just another another spaghetti if you, dish. If you support it $5 a month or beyond, it comes to you. Every Sunday, patreon.com slash says who. Our theme music is performed by Ted Leo. Our logo I'll tell you, I'll tell you, is designed those, by Darth. Are those pancakes? Um, the portions are very small. I'm sure. You can contact us. They're not enough. (laughs) You can contact us. I do. At Says Who Podcast on Twitter. You can email at hey, that is H-E-Y, at SaysWhoPodcast.com. You can join the discussion on Facebook at slash groups, slash Says Whovians. Our Facebook group is wonderful and moderated by Janice Dillard. If you are interested in the fan-run Discord that we have mentioned in the last few episodes, you can visit that at tinyurl.com slash Discord. You can spread the word, subscribe, and please leave stars and reviews on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen. And you can join us next Wednesday... October 21st for our next episode or this Sunday on Patreon for our $5 backer episode. The very first offering <sighs> on HelloFresh, number one. <laughs> what the fuck? 
is creamy Parmesan chicken spaghetti, which is literally Mm. just some spaghetti with some tomatoes and some chicken on it. Again, this is not quesadillas. Oh, go fuck yourself with a quesadilla. Like, (laughs) what? It's probably harder to open the Fresh Direct box or the whatever this is. Hello, Fresh. Whatever the fuck you are. Ravioli. Go fuck yourself. Um, Again, pasta. Pasta. Flatbread. Pasta. Flatbread. I mean, come on now. Who are you fooling? No one but yourself. You're playing yourself, Hello Fresh and Blue Apron. You're playing yourself. From my basement in Chicago, I'm Dan Sinker. And you know what? <sighs> I'm just saying, you have to supply your own olive oil, your own salt, your own pepper. Um, I've really got myself tired out doing that Trump thing because it's um, hyperventilated slightly. Well, Disney. maybe it's time for a little sleepy sleep then. You could just not, sign out and we can be done. It's not time for sleepy sleep then. No sleepy sleep till sleep election. for Maureen time. Nope. Sleepy sleep. Nope. Now it's time for Maureen to sleep. Never more shall you weep. The election will come in due time. Sleep, sleep, it'll all be fine. See you tomorrow. <laughs> this has been so. Three a week, Dan. It's coming. Three a week. Three it's coming a very week. soon. Three. I can't. We can't live like this. Nobody we wants already it. are. Nobody wants it. You want us to stop. You want us to stop. We need an intervention. <laughs>